We're thrilled to announce that we now have seven powerful devotionals available on YouVersion's Bible app. For those not in the know, YouVersion is the top Bible app in the world, and we're honored to be on this incredible platform. Our devotionals dive deep into the pillars that define the lion within us, health, wealth, and self. So whether you're seeking spiritual growth, financial wisdom, or personal development, these devotionals are tailor-made for you. So ready to embark on this transformative journey and unleash the lion within you? Head over to thelionwithin.us slash uversion to access our devotions on the uversion app. Join thousands of like-minded individuals and dive into the word with us. That's thelionwithin.us slash uversion. That's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And let's grow together and become the leaders God intends us to be. Welcome to The Lion Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders they're predestined to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. All right, guys, it's your spiritual kickoff for the week. Are you ready? I know you're excited. I know you're ready for a great week. Guys, this week we'll be looking at the book of Ephesians, okay? Now, I know we go there a lot, but there's a ton to unpack in Ephesians, and specifically this week, chapter 6, verse 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Great scripture, okay? Because this week, we're going to be talking about raising men. I made that announcement earlier that we're expecting a son in November, prayerfully. Got a lot. Thank you guys for all the prayers for that. And this is the topic that we need to be talking about. And to lead us off this week, this scripture came to mind. And our guest on Wednesday, I'll talk about that here in a little bit. He's going to just unpack a ton for us. But let's look at this scripture. First of all, where is Ephesians? New Testament, okay? You got to go past Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, and then you get to Ephesians, okay? Paul is writing to the church at Ephesus, okay? And this is this is one of what's called Paul's prison epistles, okay? So this is some of the letters he wrote while he was in prison in Rome. And this is where he starts breaking down the Christian home life. He really does a good job of showing us how to be a, a good husband and how to be a great dad. Okay, and aren't we so fortunate to have this right here, God's word to give us guidance on how to parent because there is no manual. I mean, you know, I've got three daughters. No manual came with any of them and they're all different. Right. So, I mean, there's just I think you guys can attest if you if you've been blessed to have children, there's no way to know how to raise them. Everybody has different ways. But God, God gives us the, the playbook. You know, when I look back on my childhood, you know, I think about my dad and everything that he did to discipline, to show us instructions, to teach me and my brother. It was so, so powerful. Everything he did was by example. You know, he spent time with me. He cared. He'd get off work. We'd go to the ball field. I remember summer after summer, ball field is where we lived because he cared. And he was always out there. You know, trying to help us get better, trying to coach us, being involved in, our, in, in what we were doing outside of school. You know, whether it was Boy Scouts or just camping trips or going fishing or coaching baseball, he was always there. Never provoking us to anger. You know, we had that discipline, okay? I've been able to use a lot of what he taught and showed me as a dad for me to bring up my daughters and, and to to be able to be the dad that I feel like they need as, as a godly Christian dad, as well as prayerfully my son Judah. And I cannot wait 
I cannot wait because my dad, he put so many great principles and values in me. They need to be handed down. So let's, let's look at this scripture right here a little bit deeper. And we need to remember what this scripture ultimately is trying to, to give us some insight that the great duty of children is to obey their parents, right? That's it. That obedience includes inward reverence as well as outward acts. And in every age, every age, they need to be reared for obedience to parents. And we need to get this right. Okay, we have to get this right. The duty of parents is clear as well. We shouldn't be impatient or punished unjustly. We're supposed to deal with situations wisely the way God wants us to, right? We need to also understand that discipline is necessary to teach. It's necessary. Think about teachable moments. We have to have these teachable moments. And sometimes discipline is what is, is, is required to teach our children. And this is something that's just been missed. We just we lose it. There's too many people out there that they don't believe in any types of discipline whatsoever. They're trying to be their best friends. And look, I get all this. Stuff. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. But discipline has got to be a foundation and, and understood in our home. Okay. And we got to bring them up well under proper compassionate correction and in the knowledge of the duty that God requires. And often this duty, again, it's neglected. Uh, and even am among professors of the gospel, there's just too many homes. They set their children against religion, but doesn't excuse the children's disobedience. You know, God alone can change the heart, yet he gives his blessings to the good lessons and examples of parents and answers their prayers. But I tell you what, guys, when you start thinking about it, if we think that our kids, we're just trying to get them to be rich and accomplished, and that's really what we need to focus on. We miss the point. We completely miss the point. What's going to happen to their soul? We have to make sure we're pointing them to God. Your kids, there's probably dads that here need to hear, hear this. They need a father, not a friend. Say that one more time. They need a father, not a friend. And too many dads get this crossed up. I get it. We, we want to be liked. Everybody wants to be liked. But I, you know, you know what? There's a time and a place for that. And as the seasons come in life, that will change. You know, I remember very distinctly when, when my relationship with my father turned from you know, being the, the dad who was, who was, I was under his roof, transitioned to more of friendship. Now he's, he's one of the guys that, that I just love talking to. I, and definitely seek his wisdom, his counsel. And it's always, he'll always be my father, but the dynamics changed, right? The dynamics changed at the appropriate time. I mean, that was probably when I was in college. I just remember coming home from college for a break and just feeling that, you know what? This is just different. And then I also remember when my oldest daughter, when she was born in the hospital, actually it was a few months later, we were, we were home and, and he was, over spending time with her and just the softness of, of him. He just, his edges were, uh, were a lot, lot less rigid. And I remember looking at him saying, who are you? And what have you done with my father? You know, just cause it was like, man, you're, it was really cool to see him transition from dad to granddad. And I just, you know, for a papa actually is, is for what we call him. So guys, children need strong Christian men leading them. Right, it's very important, but we need to remember we are called to lead them. They may not like us. There are many days when my daughters do not like me, 
And I get that. And I'm okay with that. And I think you need to be okay with that too. The decisions that you make as a dad, they're going to impact your family, your legacy, how your kids view the world, how your kids, what, what they choose to accept, what they choose to not accept, right? All that's important. So we have to make sure we're bringing them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. Of the Lord part for me is this, of this verse is the biggest piece of the Lord. So many guys just stop at the discipline part. Keep reading. Of the Lord is where the rubber meets the road. We have to be instructing them from God's word. And guys, the only way I know to do that is you've got to spend time in God's word. You got to get it in your heart. It's got to just be part of who you are. It's got to just, just come through in every everything you do. Not just on Sunday morning. I'm talking about Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning. Do people see a, a man who loves Christ at that point? Or is it just when you're within the confines of a church building? Guys, it's easy to be a believer and a follower of Christ in the church. But the people are the church. So no matter if you're in the actual building or not, you are the church. Raise them in instruction of the Lord. So guys, this is powerful scripture here. Again, this, this stuff is going to help you. This book, God's Word, will help a best parenting manual out there. Create the boundaries that you need for your children. You know, establish them. Let them know what they are. Un- let them understand the reason that you have these boundaries is to protect them. You know what you want to do to reduce your stress among your children? Put those boundaries in place and enforce them. Kids need that. Kids need that. You know, I heard a funny little thing the other day. It was, you know, two kids, they were playing in the street, with their, riding their bicycles in the street. One kid, in this case, their mother came out and yelled at them and just yelled at them. Get out of the street. You may get hurt. The last thing we want to do is for, for something, to, something to happen to you in that street. Get out the street. So he got out the street. The other kid started crying. And kid asked him, said, well, why are you crying? My mom's the one who yelled at me. And he's like, yeah, but my mom didn't yell at me. She don't care if I get hit, right? So, I mean, put the boundaries in place. They're there for a reason. Yes, in that case, it's to protect them. It's a little tongue-in-cheek there, but it's, the principle is the same. Put the boundaries, boundaries in place and have them established for a reason and establish them and instruction of the Lord. This scripture right here is a really good foundational scripture that if you're new to being a dad, maybe this helps you. Love to hear from you. Again, Ephesians 6, 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So for our guest this week, what can you expect? I'm going to tell you what, guys. This has been one of the biggest ones of the line within us. It was an honor to, to meet this man to be able to spend time with him. And guys, this is going to be powerful. This is going to be inspirational. Uh, we're going to be talking about manhood, what that looks like, the, the Christian man, what we need to be doing as fathers. So you do not want to miss this. You do not want to miss it. And the question I want you to ask you this week, as you think about moving forward as a father and, and, and leading your home, how do you define sovereignty? Okay, and that, that's a big word. So how do you define sovereignty? So there's your scripture of the week. Now we know on our spiritual kickoffs also, guys, we want to take an opportunity here for you listeners who may not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I want to share something with you really quick. First of all, 
God loves you. He loves you so much that he sent his son from heaven to earth to live with us, to teach us. He was born of a virgin to walk among us and to show us the ways. And his name is Jesus Christ. And then he was crucified and he paid the penalty for our sins because we all have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Every single one of us, we're all sinners. And there's no way that we can make up for the sin that we have in our life. Jesus paid it all. When his blood ran on that cross, the, the payment that was satisfied. It's called the atonement. So he, he, he paid for our sins and it was paid in full. And then three days later, after he was laid in the tomb, he overcame death and he rose. So we don't worship a dead man. We worship a living savior. He rose. He walked amongst us. He was there. He, he, he appeared so many times and still is living right now at the right hand of the Father. And the scripture tells us that there's no other way to heaven except through him. And there's no other name that's been given among men by which we must be saved. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, it's very simple. You just need to admit that you're a sinner. Just admit it. Hey, I am a sinner, and, I, I've, and I've fallen short. Then you need to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Do you need to confess to him as, as your Savior? He is your Savior. So once you make that decision and, 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 you, and you believe in him and you may, and confess that he's your Savior, you're accepted. You're in the Lamb's Book of Life. You are, you're amongst the brothers here listening to the line within us. And I can only imagine how you're feeling right now. And what I want to do, I want to support you. I want to help you in your walk. So send us an email, support at thelionwithin.us. And just let us know, hey, I just made a profession of faith. And you know what? I'm going to reach out to you. We're going to hop on a call. We're going to talk about some things. And I'm going to try to just give you advice as a new Christian on what you should be doing, what you need to be looking out for, because you are part of the brotherhood. At this point, you're with us. But also, I want to prepare you for the attacks that are going to come. Satan's not going to like it. But you could be on fire. The new Christian, the, one, the Christians that just accepted Christ are often the most on-fire people that you'll find. And too, too often, they get extinguished very quickly. I want to support you. So go to support at the line within. Send me an email. I want to connect with you there. So there you go. There's your gospel presentation on this spiritual kickoff, guys. So thankfully that you take the time to listen to the line within us. Go give us that rating and review. That makes a big difference, guys. Go to the line within us. Check out our resources. Check out our courses, our, all the materials that we have out there, the 10 scriptures to fight like a man, the nine habits that every man needs to know to, to really get his life moving in the right direction. All these stuff that's out there. The Bible study course. Guys, there is so much content for you to help you be the leader you're predestined to be. You got to take action, though. You got to take action. Join the lines then. That's an easy way to connect with us. It's free. It's just right there on the main page, alignwithin.us. Be part of the Lion's Den. That way you can get some communication from us, and you'll see when the new things are coming out. Because, guys, we are building every day. Every day. And we're not building for us. We're building for him. So I pray this, you know, this, this spiritual kickoff kicked you off well. You're ready for your week now. Get your butt out there. Do whatever he tells you to do. Remember that, okay? Whatever he tells you to do. Don't provoke our children to anger. It's an anger but bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. 
All right, guys, we're here for you. We love you. Pray you have a great week. Now get out. Unleash the lion within. How would you like more strength, fortitude, and confidence in the battle called life? We created a guide that outlines nine powerful habits that will strengthen the physical, mental, and spiritual areas you need to start making an impact today. To get your free guide, check out the link in the show notes or visit thelionwithin.us slash habits. That's thelionwithin.us slash habits and start creating the habits you need to be the leader you're predestined to be. Thank <laughs> you.